Lekutu Sichas Chelik Chav Aleph Yisrael Beis Lid Nishmas Rabbi Yosef Ben Yamin Ben Rabbi Nasha Kaltman a beautiful sicha on the topic of Achdos. Despite the fact that there are so many opinions, Ein Deyesei and Shavos amongst the Yidden, nevertheless through Torah we can reach a place of ultimate Shalom and Achdos. When the Yidden arrive to Har Sinai, and it says the Yidden camp there at the foot of the mountain, and it says and Loshen Yachid in the single tents, Mechilta explains Kol Bokim and all of the other journeys. It says either they traveled they camped is teaching us that they traveled in conflict and they camped in conflict here at the foot of Har Sinai they were united with one heart this same teaching is brought in Rashi in Rashi the Rashi brings it in an opposite order first he explains what happened at Har Sinai that it was like one person with one heart and then, the other campings were with arguments and with conflict. The first brings the other campings, and then it brings what happened here at Har Sinai, implying that the Chiddush, the novelty, is what happened here, that they were united with one heart. Unlike what happened at all the other journeys and campings where it was done in conflict. Rashi brings first what happened here and then what happened in the other places is mashma. That implies as the Chiddush is fakert. In dem vas avol sharko lachaniyos betar that the other campings were done with conflict and with arguments. That seems to be the exception. That seems to be something, the novel idea. What they're actually saying seems to be the same. But the way they present their words seem that, that they have a different approach. That the Mechilta saying the Chiddush is what happened here, that it was Belevachad. And Rashi saying the Chiddush, the novelty is what happened elsewhere, that it was in conflict. And we have to understand what is the source of their machlekes, of their disagreement. Seemingly, we can explain the difference between Rashi and the Mechilta is how they learn the Pasuk. If you will notice, and you look at Rashi versus the Mechilta, there's three differences. Number one, the order, which the Rebbe already mentioned. Number two, the Mechilta mentions Vayisu and Vayachanu, which Rashi does not mention. And the Rashi mentions the word Taroimus, which is more than machlekes. Machlekes means an argument or a, uh, a difference of opinion. Taraymis means a complaint. It's, it's stronger than just a regular argument. So the Rebbe is going to say that when you look at Rashi versus the Mechilta, they're each taking their approach, which the Rebbe actually already explained in a previous sicha, Yisrei Aleph in this chilek, and that, that Mechilta is ba- is not bound to Pesut Mikra. Therefore, the Mechilta learns more of a drash, whereas Rashi has to follow the rules of Pesut Mikra, and therefore, Rashi sees this Pasuk a little bit different. Let's see this in the Pnim.
From the fact that it says they journeyed in the plural, they camped in the plural. From this, the mechilta derives that they that that there was an argument here. There were different opinion. There, there were there were differences of opinion. And therefore, here was something unique. Here there was Vayichan, they camped Belash and Yachid in the single tense. Here all of the arguments, all of the differences of opinion dissipated, and they all had one heart. They were all united with one heart. Rashi does not bring the words Vayusuf Vayachnu. According to Rashi, you can translate the words Vayusuf Vayachnu in the most literal sense. There were 600,000 men, plus their wives, plus their children, plus the elderly. You're talking about a few million people. If you want to talk about Shvatim, there were 12 Shvatim, there were 12 tribes. So because there was a multitude of people, therefore it says, Vayisu and Vayachanu. It says it in the plural tense. So in that case, how does Rashi know that here there was there was Achdus and there there wasn't? Rashi learns it from the word Sham. Seemingly, the word Sham is superfluous. They could have said they were in the they camped in the Midbar and the Yidden camped. Opposite the mountain, without the word sham, is there fun muchach? From this Rashi derives as davkis sham, but derchani is given by yichan lashon yachid. The vayichan was unique to sham to this specific camping. Kishechad belevechad that over here it was here by um, Har Sinai. It was like one person with one heart. Avashar kolachani is but the name is But anywhere else that wasn't sham, anywhere else that wasn't at Har Sinai, there were there was conflict. So in that case, we have to understand the Mechilta. Vayusu means they traveled, there were many people there. How does the Mechilta derive from Vayusu Vayachnu that there was conflict? We have a second question. The Pasuk says they didn't travel from Ramses to Sukkos. This is the first journey. Ramses is still in Mitzrayim, and they traveled from Ramses to Sukkot. Says the Mechiltek ahead of Ayin Nasu B'nai Yisrael mit Ramses L'Sukkot, they traveled in the blink of an eye. In an instant. To fulfill that which the Ebishter said, I carried you on the wings of eagles. So it was done in a miraculous way. Certainly, if you're traveling in an instant, there's no time for an argument. If, according to the Mechilta, the word Vayisu means that they're traveling in conflict, uh, why does it say Vayisu by this journey? This journey they traveled in a second, in an instant. There was no time for conflict. And if Vayisu means conflict, then why does it say Vayisu at this journey? On the other hand, is also Rashi's opinion is not so understood. Why? But what is the Pasik Mesam Devar Sham? Why does the Pasik add the word Sham? Sharko but to negate the fact that 
to tell us that only here was the was the vayichan, and all the other ones there was no vayichan, there was no there was no unity. Why is that relevant here? To tell me in the passage of Matanteira to undite of Gnusim Shal Yisrael to indicate something derogatory about the Yidden by Sharko Lachanis by the other by the other campings. What's the, what's the relevance here? So according to the Michal, we're trying to understand number one: How does he know that Vayusu means conflict? And if it does mean conflict, why does it say Vayusu in a place where we know there was absolutely no conflict? And according to Rashi, what we don't understand is why is it relevant? Why would the pasuk tell us here that everywhere else there were arguments? The Nikudas Abir and here is the Nikudas Abir. This is the 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 explanation. Pidushas is the Chalder Chapshat. Ubemele ben Rashi is up to Kol Achanis, but the Remus of Machlekes meant Erdem Inyan from Tar Emus of Machlekes in Parshat and Zin Kriegerai. Rashi, Rashi, when Rashi speaks, Rashi speaks according to Pshat, and when he says, he means it literally. So when Rashi says that there were these Chanis, the other campings were done with arguments and with conflict, he means literally fights, arguments, conflict. Uh, uh, um, people not getting along with one another. And to say the, to the extreme that they were arguing with each other, they were fighting with each other, for this there's no indication of the word You can't even derive from that. that. Because the word Vayisu and they traveled has no indication that there was a fight. This will be understood. Sorry, I'm jumping, but this will be this will be understood in a moment when we get to the Mechilta, where the Mechilta is going to explain that there were differences of opinion, but not fights. That's going to be the Mechilta's approach. We'll see that in a moment. Rashi doesn't make that differentiation. Rashi says if it says. If, you, if you're saying machloikis, machloikis means a fight. And in Vayisu Vayachnu, there's no indication of a fight. So in that case, Rashi has, does not know what went on elsewhere. Tavki derfun vas terpasik da is medayik vayichan shom Yisrael negedar. When the pasik adds the word shom, this teaches me something new. As davki bader chaniyas and idn given kishachat belevachot that it was at this camping that the idn were united with one heart. Avoshar kol chaniyas, but the name is machlekes canal. But the rest of the campings and the journeys were done with conflict, which in, in the case in Rashi's understanding of it means fights. The idn were fighting. Mashaykin later mechilta. Is the purest from Machlokes? Not in the sense of Kriegen Zechepech Hashalom. Machlokes, according to the Mechilta, does not mean that they were fighting with one another. Meaning there was a lack of peace. Nor Hepech von Leiv Echad. Machlokes means they didn't have one heart, one opinion. Rather, Chilukideis, there were differences of opinion. Ibalas eight days saying Shavus is when the Rabbim Darf and Tana Ninyan. Since people were created with various different minds, with different opinions, so if a multitude of people are going to have to accomplish something, naturally there's going to be various different opinions of how to do something. Tell 10 people to go, uh, fr- to go from here to, to travel somewhere. So one's going to want to go by car, one's going to want to go by Uber, one's gonna, whatever, everyone's going to have a different way of how to accomplish it. So according to the Mechilta, when, we, when, when he says the word machloikis, he doesn't mean they were fighting with each other. It means they had different opinions. 
And according to the Mechilta, this is why it says Vayisu in the plural. Because each travel, each journey, each camping, each stop had various different opinions of the Yidin how to accomplish this. As the Membeis, Masoyis, Bamidbaras, and Merames of Membeis, Madregis, Valiyas, and Davidus Hashem, especially the way Chassidus explains that the 42 journeys of the Yidin represent 42 steps and levels in serving Hashem. So there's going to be differences amongst other Yidin. By Yadrin is the Aliyah, Masel, Zain, Dargan, Avedis Hashem. By each Yid, the, the journey and the, and the ascent is going to be according to wherever he or she are holding in Avedis Hashem. According to his uh, a, a, a place where he's holding with his heart, where he's holding with his soul, where he's holding with his with his with his belongings or with his mesidus nefesh. Depending on where a person is, that's where the journey goes. Wherever you're, you're holding, that's where the journey starts. That's where the destination, from there the destination has to be chosen. So what we're talking about here is not something of a fight. We're talking about the fact that there's different uh, um, manifestations of journey based on, on who the person is. And if you have a lot of people, there'll be different versions of what the journey is. And the Mechilta says, that was the norm. The norm is Chilukideis. Here there was an exception. They were united with one heart. Because they were they're at the foot of Har Sinai, which means they were getting ready for, to receive the Teda. Here, their hearts became like one. Ein under Zelber Leiv, it was one heart. Afilunit Leivov, doesn't even say Leivov with two bases, which represents the two different uh, ventricles of the heart, the right, the left, which represents two different layers or levels. You're talking about the very same heart. Valteda was tutuf dem shalom. Tvishleim was Teda, which is the, which Teda accomplishes shalom. Hatkipayel took a big piece. Hatkipayel an achdos gemurut zvishen Eden. So Teda accomplished this incredible achdos amongst the Eden. Bees as designing bottle zayde chilukideis so much so that their differences of opinion uh, went away. This answers the question why when traveling from Ramses to Sukkot it says in the plural. Even though this journey was done in unison because they were traveling in an instant. You still can't use the expression and, uh, uh, to speak in the single term. As by the single tense, as that they had no differences of opinion in their minds. Because that's not natural. That only happened miraculously in the, with the power of Teda. So even though they were traveling in an instant, and therefore, and therefore there were no fights, but they, still in their minds, in their hearts, they were different people. And therefore they had different approaches to various different things. And therefore it says, Vayisu. It's only at Har Sinai that you have Hushvu Levecha, they become united with one heart. Which is why the Pasuk says Shom, that only here there was Levechad, indicating, highlighting the fact that in the other campings, 
they did not have leave echad. Well, and then Bashtay Duruf to Funtayda, because that is the accomplishment of Tayda, that in, at Har Sinai, with the power of Kabbalah Satayda, they were able to change the phenomenon of, the natural phenomenon of people having different opinions, and they all uh, miraculously had one opinion, one heart, one thought. Well, Rashi is Aknachmer. Rashi takes this a step further. As Tayda Tutuf Achtus Echinan Ort was in Imis Faran, Nit nor Chiluke Deis, nor Tar Emisumachlekes, Rashi says not only does Tayda have the power to undo different opinions, to bring everyone to have the same opinion, but even when there is when there are arguments and fights, keep Yisrael, the Torah has the power to undo the fights and the arguments. But wherever else they were, and not not at Har Sinai, there was actually fighting amongst the Yidden. Okay. So Ad Khan, I mean, we'll, we will get back to this at the end of the Sikha a little bit. But Ad Khan is the explanation to understand the difference between the Mechilta and Nashi. The Mechilta is coming from a place that's not Pshat. And therefore, number one, Machlekes doesn't mean fights. Machlekes means differences of opinion. And therefore, that, according to the Mechilta, could be learned in the words Vayisov Ayachnu. And therefore, the norm was Chilukideis. Here there was a Chiddush that Hushvu Leiv Echad, that Bekoyach they had, they all had the same opinion. Rashi, who is Pshutish al-Mikra, so first of all, Machlekes means a fight, not just a difference of opinion. And that is, is, is not learned from Vayisu Vayachanu. So the only place it could be learned from is Vayichan Sham Yisrael, that it, ha- that it happened at Har Sinai, that, that there was Shalom. But everywhere else, there was not only was there not, only was there not, uh, uh, was there not Shalom, there, uh, there was, uh, not only were there differences of opinion, but there were actually arguments and fights in the other places. Now, from this point and on in the Sikha, the Rebbe is going to take us, is going to talk to us about the concept of Torah. What is it about Torah that creates the Ki'isha Chod Chod, that creates this peace? Despite the fact that there could be fights, or at least according to the Mechilta, differences of opinion. What is this Kayach Seemingly, even in Torah we find multiple opinions. Chazal tell us that the words of Torah were not given to us clear cut. Rather, and each concept and each idea, there could be forty nine ways to say that it's Toher. There could be forty nine ways that say that it's Tomei. Torah is mechayiv deis chalukas. Torah requires. Torah makes it. Makes, not only makes it possible, Torah demands various different opinions. Because Torah wants a person, wherever they're holding, wherever their, however their mind works, they should delve into Torah and they should come to their conclusion. The very Torah that wants us to come up with our own opinions and gave us in a way that there are so many different opinions in Torah, how could you say now that Torah gets rid of the differences of opinion and who's for And even though when you have a machlaikis and a dispute and we say that both opinions are the words of the Ebishter, but nevertheless, halacha has to follow one way. You can only do one way. 
And then after the halacha was ruled, everyone follows this opinion. As the battle It doesn't mean that the opinions are, are that, that, that the opinions, the differences of opinion go away. As his nervous It's just that in practical application, everyone follows the same halacha. In, in, in theory, there could be still be an argument. How could you say that Tera brings to one heart? Which would imply not just a unified action. But also in our hearts, in our understanding, in our feeling. There is a sense of unity if Tera actually encourages differences of opinion. So that's the question. What is the power of Tera to create Leiv Echad, especially since Tera wants of us that we should have different opinions? So in order to answer this question, we have to preface with an emphasis in this Pasuk. That this camping that took place at Ar Sinai, which as mentioned, as spoken, was, is written in the single tense, implying that it was, there was, uh, when does it happen, tells us the Pasek, in the third month. From this we understand that the Vayichan, the oneness in the camping, is connected with the number three. As Chazal emphasized to us in, with, with regards to Torah in general, not just to, to the Vayichan. Brich Rachmana, blessed is the Eibishter, the Yahav Urion Tlisoi that gave us a three part Torah, Torah Nevi'im Exuvim, Laam Tlisoi to a three part nation, Kayanim Levi'im Yisraelim, Al Yedei Tlisoi, it was given to us but through a third, Moshe was the third in his family, Miriam, Aaron, Moshe, Biyoim Tlisoi on the third day of the Shloishis Me'agbala, Biyarchat Tlisoi in the third month, Nisan Ir Sivan. Tater was given in the third month because Tater is connected with the number three. And that is going to help us understand the answer to our question how Tater brings us to Leiv Echad. So before we get to that, we have to understand a, 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 an earlier question. Why are we connecting the Tater with the number three? Seemingly, Vayichan should be connected with number one. The first month was vice of Achtos, which shows on oneness. That day one of creation is not called the first day, but it's called Yom Echad. Why? Because it represents the fact that the Abishter was the only existence in the world, the, the only single existence. So the number one represents oneness, represents unity. That makes sense. How do you connect the concept of Achtos with the third month? The number three represents multitude and division. So how does the number three connect to Vayichan Loshin Yachid? Is the beer Bozeh. So this is the answer to the question. The, 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 the significance of these numbers, one, two, and three, is as follows. 
Echad is madgish as is mendom and lachatchilon or ein zach of kolashon chazal hanal because baruch yachid be'elamay. The number one represents one and only existence, as we mentioned from Chazal a moment ago. The Eibister was the single entity in the world. Sheni vayis tafischalkos heipecha achdos. Sheni represents division. Echad represents oneness. Sheni represents division, the opposite of oneness. And as it ever brings in the Ha'ara, that it says that on the day, the second day is when Machleikis was created. The concept of arguments of conflict was created on the second day. And they just separated uh, the, the, the heavens from the earth. He created two, he created two, two, two entities. This is when Machleikis was created. Under Uftu von Shlishi is. Now we have the introduction and the accomplishment of number three. Number three brings together as one these two that came before. Chazal tell us with regards to the 13 midos, 13 different ways to learn Torah, that there are times that you could have two psukim that contradict one another. And then comes a third pasuk and reconciles the two of them. In them, klal is mudgish adar v'yifuche, and in this rule, there is a paradox. For nein zaitis teles emes made that does einen nitnof ashidin eksuvim alder echiluke yadeis anal nor zaitin eksuvim amachichishim zeze. On the one hand, the the, the Chazal are telling us Torah is telling us that these are not just two varying verses, uh, two opinions. They are actually contradicting each other. They're in a fight with one another. It's not just two separate things that are technically don't contradict or maybe just a superficial contradiction. And if we delved deeply enough into these two psukim, we can understand how they both, how they both coincide. Nor it's a real, it's a real makhishim. It's a real contradiction. We must... Uh, uh, depend on the third pasuk. Because it's not for the third pasuk, they are truly in contradiction with one another. On the one hand, we're talking about a real contradiction. On the other hand, is there uftu from the shlishi from the kasev shlishi the accomplishment of the third pasuk as is machriya peinayam. To be machria doesn't mean that the third pasuk says, "Okay, I'm going to side with this one and I'm going to negate that one." That's not a hachra. That's overpowering. The hachra means. That the, that the two psukim that seemingly on their own contradict one another, the third pasik helps that they should coincide with each other. They can both work at the same time because of the hachra, the reconciliation of the third pasik. Uh, one, uh, just to give an example, you have a pasik that says, Min that the Abishter uh, spoke to us at Harsinai from heaven. Then there's a passage that says, Yerida Hashem al Sinai. The David came on Sinai, which is on this earth. So these two psukim are a contradiction. And as deep as you're going to try to understand these psukim, you're not going to understand, you're not going to be able to, to answer this contradiction. Comes a third passage, etc. That tells us that from this we learn that the Abishter 
pulled down the heavens all the way down till Har Sinai. So when the Abishter came down on Har Sinai, he was still in Shamayim, and at the same time he was in Har Sinai. There's a pasuk in Tilim, Vayet Shamayim Vayerad, Vayarof al Tachas Raglov, Vayet Shamayim. He pulled down the heavens, and then he came down on Har Sinai, and the clouds were beneath him. So the third pasuk gives us a whole new piece of information that makes both psukim be true. Before this pasuk, I would have figured out was he in heaven, was he on earth? Which one was it? Comes a third pasuk and says he took heaven and he brought it down into into earth, and the Avisir was both in heaven and in earth. Both psukim are true. So it takes two different psukim that are makhrisim zehazeh and makhriya beinayim. This is the brilliance of the number three, that it is able to take two opposite things, things that are in a makhloikas, and they can both become true. Create an achtos between them. Now that says the din Similarly, is the concept of Allah Akdivriya Machriya. This is uh, this concept is, is, is being brought from Khsidis, from the Maimir Samachva, the Hamshah Samachva. And he brings this Gemara where it says that when you have two, two opinions, one says you have to always do it in this way. One says you have to always do it in that way. Then there is a third opinion that says sometimes we go like this and sometimes we go like that. So the halach is kedivrei machriya because he's being machriya between the two, he's he's compromising between the two. Therefore, the halacha is like is like that's what the gemara is, is like this machriya. That's what the gemara says in Shabbos. So in Chassidus it says was the The reason why do we pass him like the machriya? Either you got to go like this or like that. But the achraf under day ashlishis is neither mitzvah he is maskim laachas and beis because the achraf is not that he is it, it's agreeing with one of the two opinions nor drukdem was his svara is koilul beis adayis because the svara of the machria is inclusive of both opinions ushneya maskimim ladasa machria and both agree with both could agree with the machria because both of them are somewhat right. In the eyes of the Machriya. Just to, very basically, in, in the way the Chassidus explains, you have Chassid, you have Gvura. So some, per, some, some person, some people, they operate more, more in Kava Chassid. So if there's a question, should I give charity to this person? Chassid says give. Then you have Gvura. Gvura says don't give. So now the Gvura person says don't give, the Chassid person says give. Then you have Midas Arachim. Midas Arachim says, really, he, really, for example, really, um, you shouldn't give, but you should give him anyway out of Rachmanus. In other words, he doesn't deserve it. Or another way the Chassidus explains it is that because he deserves it, therefore, because, because he has Rachmanus on him, therefore, he's giving him because he deserves it, not just because, because he's a person of Chesed. So what the Gvurid, what, what Tiferes does is it brings together both the opinion of Chesed that he wants to give, both the opinion of Gvurid that he doesn't want to give, and he finds a way to, to despite let, let's say, despite the fact that, that, that Gvura doesn't want to give, to give anyway. So it's, it, it, it's legitimizing, it's validating both opinions, and yet comes to a conclusion that both can, that, that both can work with. That's what, so that's the idea of the Shlishi Machriya. The Shlishi Machriya it takes into account both opinions and comes up with a new approach that both opinions can still be valid. So, this is the idea of the number three. We will get back to this and say that this is the concept of Torah, and this is why Vayichan Shem Yisrael, but now that we're on this journey of understanding the, 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 the actus of Torah, we're going to go to the next level.
Sivov. Bibaldus Chazal forbidden Kanal Teda Bechal Mit Misper von Shlishi. Since Chazal connect Teda with the number three, is the fun verstandig as Klolus Inyan Teda is Bedugmas Ha'inyan von Shlishi Yamachriya. That the entire Teda has to operate in this way of Shlishi Yamachriya, the third the third uh, opinion, the third pasuk, the third approach that uh, 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 reconciles and is inclusive of all of the other opinions. In other words, until now, what we were saying was, was that the third opinion, I'm trying to not to use the word compromise, but the third opinion, it takes into account both of the other two opinions and and it comes up with a way that to, to, to validate all the opinions. In the next Seif, Seif Vav, the Rebbe is going, to, is going to say something that's not even in, 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 the, in the Hamshech Samach Vav. The Rebbe is going to say that even in a case in Torah, where Torah paskins like one and not the other, there still is a sense of achdus, and there still is a sense of everybody coming to the same conclusion. Even in a case where Beisamai says Chayef, Beisilul says Potter, and Halacha Paskins Potter like Beisilul and not like Beisamai, nevertheless, it's still not taking a side, it's still a way of reconciliation. Because after the halacha was paskened, was ruled, that in the days hachel kis maskin to the halacha, nit nor benekiyah ma'is v'peil. So the, the, both opinions, both opposing opinions, agree to the halacha, not just in action like we said before, and see if Dalid, that when Halacha Paskins, everyone does like Halacha says, but not necessarily do they agree in theory. Here the Rebbe is being Mechadish, that it's not just in my Seppel that they agree. Even, say, even in theory, they change their mind and they change their approach to be consistent with Halacha. So that there's a total peace between all opinions. Which is the Chiddush of the Sicha. Over that which is explained in Chassidus previously. That not only does a Shlishi Yamachriya validate both opinions and therefore make a Shalom between all sides, but sometimes Teirah Paskins in one way and not the other way. And nevertheless, and nevertheless, the other way comes to terms with that, not just in practical application, but also in theory, that they, the other opinion is convinced that this is the right approach, they change their mind even in Seichel. And ultimately, all the sides agree with, with the Halacha. This is the power of Teira. You start out with opinions that go in both directions. But once we come to the decision of Teira, that it goes according to one opinion and not the other, which takes great strength to be able to, to fight to argue with the various different uh, uh, um, intellectual leanings and come to a decision 
in one way is very difficult. That's why it's called Hashem Oiz. The Eibish that gives the strength that at a certain point, after all the svaris, all the different opinions are shared, there has to be a decision made in one way. But then, Hashem Yivarachesam then once we come to the decision, what is the halacha? This, as, this brings the peace. As all the opinions agree that this is the halacha with their entire being, not just in action, but also in seichel, to the point that this creates true peace. And with this, we'll explain a story in Chazal. There was a machlekes between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua over which day was the new month, which day the Tishrei begin. And based on that, that would mean that the day of Yom Kippur was a, they, they disagreed on which day would be Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yeshua commanded, Rabbi Gamliel commanded Rabbi Yeshua to come to him with his walking stick, with his money. On the day that was Yom Kippur, according to Rabbi Yeshua's calculations, Rabbi Yeshua listened. He listened to what Rabbi Gamliel told him to do, and he came from outside of the Tchum, so he traveled from the outside of the Tchum with his staff, and his money. In If you just wanted to prove that Rabbi Yeshua was following the opinion of Rabbi Gamliel, it would have been enough for Rabbi Yeshua to go on that day that he held was Yom Kippur, and to go from wherever he lived to Yavna, which was certainly more than the Tchum. Why did he have to bring his staff and his money? is one of the explanations. With this, he was displaying that what he was doing to follow Rabbi Gamliel was not just by accepting upon himself that this is what had to be done, but with his seichel, theoretically, he still disagreed with Rabbi Gamliel. His entire being, including in his seichel, he agreed to Rabbi Gamliel. Even though initially, his seichel told him that this day was not Yom Kippur, the day that Rabbi Gamliel said was Yom Kippur was not Yom Kippur, and this, the day that he was traveling on, that was the day of Yom Kippur. But once he, 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 he internalized that the halach is like Rabbi Gamliel, his mind changed. He was able to change his whole approach, intellectual approach, to be able to agree that Rabbi Gamliel was right. And how did he prove it? In other words, if he wants to just prove, just do what he has to do, then he shows up, he comes on that day, and he, and, and, and he does. If he goes beyond that, that shows that he agrees to Rabbi Gamaliel. In them zetun, as the psak halacha, and this shows us that the, the halacha, it permeated his entire being. With all of his, with all of his, uh, uh, even things that were external to him, not part of the person, 
not just his walking stick that at least supports him when he walks. Even his money that is totally a separate being, even that came along with Rabbi Yeshua to Yavna, indicating that every aspect of his life had come to this conclusion that, that, that the halacha, the way that Magamil Paskin, once it became halacha, that was the right approach, even in his seichel. It wasn't just Kabbalah's oil. His seichel understood it. In his heart, he felt it. And therefore, every part of him, every aspect of him, came along for this journey because ultimately, he realized that this is, this, this is the MS of Teda. And therefore, there was no more fight. There was no more argument. There was, there, there was only achtos. The erklärung in them. Now we have to understand what this means. What's pshat? That a person, well, let's say, uh, Shammai is in Kav HaGvura, and they pass in a certain halacha. And then the halacha is like Beis Hillel. And now you say, Beis Shammai changes their mind. How does Beis Shammai change their mind? If they're from, from Kav HaGvura, then the way they think, the way they learn Torah, the way they, the way they understand the Ebishter is from the perspective of Gvura. For example, I'm just using that as an example. So how all of a sudden can you expect a, the, the, uh, the, the, the person to change his mind, their mind entirely so that, so that there's total Shalom and Achtos. So the Rebbe is going to explain that, first the Rebbe is going to explain that there's something unique to Torah. The fact that Torah gives us instruction on in how to act teaches us that Torah permeates the entire topic. And then the Rebbe is going to talk about Bittal, that when we learn Torah properly, then it has to be with a Bittal, and when it's with a Bittal, then we're able to change our minds as well. But let's take one step at a time. Dear Klarungindam, even though Torah is an intellectual pursuit, as the Torah says, this is your wisdom, this is your understanding. Nevertheless, there is a unique quality to Torah that other wisdoms don't have. If someone says that there's wisdom amongst the nations, you can believe it. But if someone says that there's Torah amongst the nations, that is not to be believed. What does this statement of Chazal mean? If there is wisdom by the nations, if the, if the nations have wisdom, then what Torah is, which the nations don't have, it's not wisdom. Because if it was wisdom, then the nations would have it. What does the Pasuk mean that Torah is wisdom? Of course Torah is a wisdom. But Torah is a unique wisdom that because of the element of Torah within the wisdom, it's unique to Yidin and not to the nations. Is therefore it is a wisdom, but it's your wisdom. In other words, there is there is general wisdom out there which exists for all nations. But then there's a, a unique type of wisdom, which is the wisdom of Torah, which this is unique to Klal Yisrael. The Yisrael from Torah of Chachma is what is the advantage of Torah over Chachma? In other words, what is that element within Torah that, despite the fact that Torah is a wisdom, there is something deeper in Torah? which is Torah, that, that transcends the wisdom, the aspect of Torah. So the answer to that is, the Yisim of Torah of Chachma is, Torah is Milash Neidah. 
Torah, in the very word Torah, you'll see the answer. Torah means a lesson or guidance. Torah does not just teach you the truth of everything. Torah takes every wisdom and makes it practical and brings, brings us the outcome, the necessary practical application of what we've learned. That a yid is obligated to conduct themselves in a specific way. Wisdom does not give instructions to the person. Wisdom can teach you information. That if, if a person were to do this, theoretically speaking, if a person was to do this, this would be the outcome. There's no thou shalt in 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 sorry in chachma. In wisdom, for example, in medicine, the, 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 the medical uh, uh, discoveries, medical knowledge will tell you that if a person does a certain thing, then the outcome will be in this and this way. Medical knowledge does not obligate a person to be smart and say, I want to do what based on what what medicine has told me. But the, 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 the wisdom of medicine does not tell me that I must do this, that, or the other. If a person chooses to do so, he can harm himself. Whereas Teira actually instructs us one is not allowed to harm themselves. And so too in every other aspect of Teira. Teira tells us what I should do and what I shouldn't do. So it's not just teaching me the wisdom, the data, the information that I should know how things work. Teira is also commanding me and therefore and, and therefore telling me how I have to behave myself. This is why Teira is the wisdom uh, amongst the nations, uh, 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 wisdom in the eyes of the nations. This is a very important nekuda. Now when a yid learns, since a yid knows that Torah is about the practical application, so therefore, when we learn, we learn with a much greater depth and toil. Only then can we reach the true depth of this matter. And therefore, the Chachma of Teira, which is a wisdom that includes the Heira part, includes the practical application, is a, is a whole nother depth, level, le, level of depth in, in the Chachma. Because Chachma, you read the book. You learn the book. You, you, you learn certain things. Not, not saying that it's easy necessarily, but you learn it. In Torah, you have to know what to do. So the only way to know what to do is to learn deeper and go deeper and deeper. So even the Chachma is different because we, since the Chachma has to include the Hira, then the learning is on a whole other level. That's Torah is a unique Chachma in, in the eyes of the nations. The nations don't have this level of Chachma. Davka uh, Ayid, who wants to learn Torah and reach the Emes Lamite of Torah, is it, it has to learn on a whole never, another level of depth. What's the reason? Why does how does Torah have this depth that is so much deeper than Chachma in general? 
It's because Teda is the will and the wisdom of Hashem. Which, which the will and the wisdom of Hashem is the ultimate truth. The idea of emes, as explained in Chassidus, is that it goes through from one extreme to the other extreme. It goes, it, it, it remains true all the way through. It must be valid. It must be legitimate in every situation. In on every level. And therefore, when Teda ultimately does tell us the truth, this is the halacha. This is what I, even after a big machleik is back and forth. Teda tells us this is the halacha. This is the truth. It can't remain limited to theory. And it says, Farshtayta, as the Indian of the understands that this is how it is. Oh, but it might as well but actuality, he does differently. Notice, once Tayta says this is the MS, the MS goes through the entire person. Bizin Maisa, until in its practical application. As we know, Maisa is the ultimate, the, the, the most primary element of it. In other words, Tayta, the the ultimate element of Torah is MS. MS, MS is always true. If it's true, it's always true. It's true in every aspect of the person. So when two people have a machlekes in Torah, they're the arguing in Torah, and then Torah says this is the halacha, this aspect of the halacha has to permeate the entire being of the person. So we, till he doesn't know what, te, what the halacha is. So he goes according to his kav. If his kav is kav chesed, he argues from that perspective. If his kav is kav gvura, just examples again, he argues from that perspective. But once he knows what te paskins la halacha, then his kav matters less. Obviously, he can't change a person, but he comes asked to come up and go deeper and deeper with an amkus yaseda to be able to find how he is able to understand the kederach of teda because teda can't be true only partially. May high timer, and now it's going to talk about the inyan of bittel. May high timer is echdach ilukim in the vegli mekum tzu to the rachachma from teda, which is why because the whole goal here is ms, and ms has to be totally permeating the entire person. This is why we find a unique way. How do we reach the conclusions in the if you would compare it to other wisdoms? One of which is as Chazal teach us, as their town, why is the halacha, generally speaking, ruled in the opinion of Basil and not Beishamai? Even though Beishamai were sharper students, they were more astute. Is that nevertheless the people of Hillel, they were easygoing and they were forgiving. They were easier people. Seemingly, if you want to establish the halacha, this should be done by the one who's sharper, who is smarter, who can understand the halacha better and deeper. We should have passed him like Beishamai because they were the more astute students. In order to reach the truth of Teda, which that's what Allah is all about, is not enough to have Seichel. To be sharper, to be more astute, is not good enough. 
But Seichel opens the tears for Chesed and Gvura because Seichel is swayed by Chesed and Gvura. Tells us that the reason why usually Bishamah is more lenient, more, more, more stringent, and Basil is more lenient is because Basil came from Chesed and Bishamah came from Gvura. So Seichel itself is swayed by the person's leanings. Even though the definition of Seichel, the whole purpose of Seichel, is to uncover the truth. But the fire can say, "Amen." We stand from time to time to understand others. We see the mechay of their kav to welcome and his nature to tell it to us. Which why it's possible for a person to go out of his own uh, uh, um, nature, to, out of his own leanings, to be able to understand something that is contrary to his own nature. It is, it is possible. Who can be cooler? Bishama, bechur, bechur. Like we find sometimes, bishama is lenient and bishil is is stringent, even though bishil is chesed and bishama is gvura. Nevertheless, as much as Seichel has the ability, because Seichel is cold and apathetic, it has the ability to remove himself, itself from the leanings of the person to be able to come up with the truth. Nevertheless, Seichel is still Seichel. Seichel still has the, uh, the, the parameters of Seichel. And therefore Seichel, as is, cannot always grasp the Emes Lamita. There's sometimes that Seichel is just Seichel. And it's, it, it, it has to make sense. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. And he can't reach the ultimate, the ultimate true conclusion. But if a person is engaging in this, with Bittel, a person totally removes himself from his own existence and from his own leanings. Only then can Seichel reach Emes. When Seichel is guided by Bittel, then he is totally removed from himself and then Seichel could reach Emes. And that is why the halacha was established according to Beisilel. Because they were easygoing and they were forgiving. They had the inyan of Bittel. They had Bittel and therefore the halacha. Bittel is more important than Seichel. Bishami was Bishami was sharper. But Beisilel had more Bittel and therefore the halacha went like Beisilel. So what do we take from all of this? We take from all of this is that Torah... When we said that Torah is the number three that, that leaves space for all the different opinions and makes shalom between them, really it's deeper than that. Really, sometimes the shlishi machriya is not including both opinions, at for, uh, seemingly. It's siding with one side over the other side. But because the halacha is MS, and MS permeates every aspect of the person, then what happens is the, 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 the other opinion, the opinion that the halacha was paskin not like them, they go back into it and they delve deeper into it and they uncover a way that they too could understand even in their seichel that the halacha is as Teira Paskins and ultimately everyone agrees that the halacha is as it should be. And this is the ultimate shalom. Hashem Yevarech is Amiva Shalom. The Rebbe adds over here another Gishmake, uh, uh, a support to this in Siftes. 
This is also uh, uh, alluded to in the fact that the beginning of the, of the Mishnayis begins with literally meaning from when, from what time can one read the Shema. And the end of the Mishnah is, is anybody who learns Halacha every day. Shas ends with the idea of learning halacha. But the tachlis from Shaklavatari from Torah, because the ultimate goal of delving into the into the discussions of Torah is la sukeshmaitz salibud hilchasa to learn to learn the Torah in order to to understand what's the halacha. So the grechen dimaskana halacha lemaisa, but davke in them drikzichuis begilu dinamas lemitiv in Torah. As we explained in the sicha at length, that that the ultimate goal of Torah is the ultimate inyan of Torah is heira lemaisa is how is how it affects our, our our daily conduct, and therefore the goal, the end of the whole gemara, the whole shisha sidde shisha zadorim is halacha, because halacha is the ultimate goal of the emes of Torah. But in order to reach this conclusion, in order that the person learning Torah should be able to reach the conclusion to know what the halacha is, to know what they're supposed to do, you have to begin with Kriyashma. Which is the acceptance of the yoke of heaven. Because only through Yira and through uh, giving oneself over to the Abishers will, Mitzat Kabbalah Salmach Hashemayim, is Eich Sain Limud with Bittal Kabbalah Sail, then his learning could be with Bittal and Kabbalah Sail. So you have to start with Kriyashma with Kabbalah Sail. And then you have to learn Torah. And when you learn Torah, you have to use Seichel. But the goal of it all is that the Chachma should permeate the Heira and permeate the Maisel Pail, which is why at the end of the. Uh, 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 which is why at the end it ends with Kalashain Alakis. Erves as an imis tolui tider eid was He knows that it's dependent upon him whether the yid will do uh, as Hashem wants, or God forbid the opposite. Therefore, in, in a total fear, in total trepidation, that he should make sure to figure out what his neighbor's will. Is mevatel zaymitzis, and when the person uh, subjugates his existence, then his seichel becomes a, an appropriate receptacle for the emes of Torah, and then he could figure out what is the halacha. This is going to answer the question that we asked in the beginning: What is the power of Torah to bring vayichan shom Yisrael to bring the achdos? This explains how Torah accomplishes a true peace amongst the opponents. So much so that they can all agree in their seichel to the same psak. If it's something that's theoretical, something that's only seichel, then then the various opinions will remain. Seichel leaves space to have different opinions. Because in the world of Seichel, you can go this way, you can go that way, and both will make perfect sense. Even conventional wisdom, that which the Goyim have, also understands that when it comes to practical application, there has to be one way. Otherwise, it becomes anarchy. 
therefore, when it comes when it comes to a, a, a differences of opinion, you have to decide, make a decision. So that, for example, you go by the majority, and then everybody, even the minority, has to do that, whether they, whether they like it or not. But this is only a way out. That the minority, they, they uh, subdue their own opinion, they put their opinion aside, and they go by majority, because that's what they have to, have to do. But their opinion doesn't change. Their actions change. But this is not the same when you're talking about a ruling of Teda, which is the idea of Eidah. Versus Megala, the Mamis Lamitiv and the Minion, which Teda reveals the truth of it. If it's true, then it, then it has to be true in every level. When it doesn't matter whether the person is coming from the uh, a position, perspective of chesed, perspective of gvura, that's all in seichel. But once we know what the truth is, the truth has to, has to uh, fit with every, with, with every approach. So if someone learns Teda with Bittal and Kabbalah's Eil, which makes him a receptacle for the truth of Teda, So now when a person discovers, one second, Allah is not like, like, like I thought. So what does he do? He, 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 being that he's a person with bittel and he's a person that's searching for the ultimate truth, he goes back to the topic and begins to re-examine it with a new oymik v'yagiyah. To the point that he's able to transform his own thinking that it should be consistent with the psakalach. This is the brilliance of Torah that the power that Torah has to change your mind. As long as you're working on your own, so you, you, you can only do as much as, you, as much as you can do. But once Torah is Megala the MS, once Torah reveals the truth, from this point and on, your job is to, uh, to fit your mind to the ultimate truth. So if you didn't get it the first time, you'll get it the second time. Unless you don't have Bittal, then, you, then, then it's another problem. And this is the power of this is the power of three. One, we'll see in a moment with regards to Nisnir and Sivan, one doesn't leave room for another opinion. There is only one way. If there's only one way, then you can't really make shalom. In the moment, in the moment you'll, you'll, you'll follow the way, but that's it. Two means there's different opinions. Three means that all of the other opinions all change and, and, and harness themselves to the ultimate truth, which that's the ultimate shalom. Das is echter beer in the between the drei and Sivan. This also explains the difference in the three months of Nisnir and Sivan. Now, once we're on this on this gang, so everything is going to fall into place. Nisan is the first month, the month of Mitzvahs. The Ebrister revealed himself to them, and he took them out of Galus. In Gansim Elamayla, it came entirely from above. And since the gula came not from not from the yidden, it came from Hashem. There were no differences by the yidden. The, the 
exodus, the Yitzia, the, the, the uh, going out of Mitzrayim, it encompassed the entire Jewish people as one. And this concept of oneness, by going out of Mitzrayim, it expressed itself both in the actually the way they went out, as well as the, the, the state of the Yidin when they were going out. Aleph, the Oifena Yitzia, whether you're talking about the gathering of all the Yidin in Ramses, and the first journey from Ramses to Sukkot, which was actually the Exodus, going out of Ramses to Sukkot was the actual Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it was in the way that the Abishta carried them. Like on the wings of, an, uh, of the eagles. And therefore, also it was done in time. It was undividable. It was in an instant, in the blink of an eye, very, very quickly. So that's the that's the that it was done. The Abister carried us, and they and and, and it was. It was done mitzat and therefore also in time. It couldn't be dividable into time. Bays the matziv vidarga of the yidden. The tayar of yidden beis the yitzim. It's time to see what's available. What was the what was the description of yidden? The army of Hashem. The heb zachlin yisait for natsava is the most important and most fundamental aspect of an army. Kabbalah says in lachas nitokin is chalkas is an enish tsava natsvet. With regards to which there is no difference between one uh, member of the of the military and the other. It could be a general. He could be a foot soldier. Both have to have kabbalah soil. His chalkas is shayach and seichalumidus. Division is possible when you're talking about this accomplishments or, or understanding or feeling. Everyone has different feelings. When it comes to accepting the yoke, accepting the the the, the rulership of the army, everyone is equal. And since it came from above in a way that encompassed all the Eden equally. And therefore, by the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, what was not felt was the division, the differences. The fact that there were different tribes or different levels, that was not felt, that was not an issue. The only thing that was felt in Chedesh Nisan by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was the fact that they were Tzivis Hashem, they were soldiers, they had Kabbalah Sel. On the other hand, as we very often talk about when we talk about the contrast of, of Pesach and, and Shavuos, or Pesach and, and rather Pesach and Svidas Oimer, is the Achtos Blaze Benegea Deminina Kabbalah Sel, Vesavabunimadrasia. It only was a very practical Kabbalah Sel. The Kabbalah Sel, as it affects with the actual thing that's happening, they're going out of Mitzrayim. But in their essences, they remain different. Because nothing happened within them to change them. When there was a, such a strong, powerful revelation of godliness, so the differences were not revealed. They couldn't be seen. Which is why it says Vayisu in the, in the plural tense, because there was so, they, they were still very, very different people. They, they were all united in the fact that the Eibishter was, was taking them all out at once, and they all had Kabbalah soil. But beyond that, Seichel Midas, that they were each an individual person. So that's Chedesh Nissen. Chedesh Nissen is the, the oneness, the, the Gilead of Alakus, the revelation of godliness that comes down from above. It overwhelms 
the the person to the point that he becomes totally a kabbalas oil tzivis Hashem, and therefore the only thing you know is the oneness. Then comes the second month, which is year. Is the chedus for sfira, sfira soimer. When you count soimer, this represents yidden as they work on themselves to grow. At this point, yidden are certainly multitudes. Every year is on a different level. We said this in the beginning of the sicha. Every year is on a different level. You're talking about what 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 a yid is accomplishing on their own, whatever their kaiches are, whatever however much they invest, how much they work upon themselves, everyone's going to be different. So chedish nisn represents all the yidin as one under the avishter. Chedish year represents each yid on their own specific individual journey. Then comes the third month, which is Sivan. Which Teda unites all Yidden with one heart. Now after Chedish Iyar, they're each on their own journey. They're each on their own path. They're all different people. Nevertheless, between all of the varying different conflicting opinions. Until it becomes peace. True peace. So that's how that's that's the number three. Number three has the power to unite the twos, or the it could be much more than two at this point. But all the various different opinions become one. That's much much a greater accomplishment than just the one, just just the oneness of Chedesh Nissan. And therefore, Dafke Bachedesh Ashlishi was able to see Vayichan Sham Yisrael Nagadar that even though another times there was Taremus Machlekes, but the power of Teda there was they were Kiisha Chad Balevachad. One of the lessons that we've taken from this, all of this above. The love of a fellow Jew has to be to every single Yid, from the greatest to the smallest. Because they are all sourced in the Eibishter, it's cool, they're all the same, they're all, they're, they're all similar one to another. We, we all have one father. A person can ask, if you're talking about, I'm engaging with the source of the neshama, then you could demand from him that he should have a true avatim, like brothers. Not only is his sheirish neshama not shining, but because of his immersion in the materialism of the world, in the materialism of the body, it's blocking the light of the neshama. How can you demand a person to have love to someone whose neshama, whose neshama is hiding? And all you see is the materialism. That's the lesson over there. Is what Teira did for us. So we have the power to bring the unity even in a place of, of separation and division. Which this creates an even greater actus. In our Shadish, in the Shadish and Shama, everyone's one thing already. So that's no big deal that we that we have a unity. But when you go, you bring the unity into the place of Piru de Machlekes, into the place of division and argument. Which is similar to the concept of Shlishi over Echad. Echad means everyone's, the, everyone's one. 
It's all one with Hashem. Shlishi means that there are differences and there are conflicts. And yet, with the power of Torah, we, we bring everyone together. That's the same thing as in today's world, going to someone who is in a place of darkness or a place of division and having obviously sold to them, despite the fact that you don't see the, the, the unifying factor, nevertheless, through Kayach HaTayra, you become one. Therefore, the efforts in Avas Yisrael, Ach Yisrael have to begin with those who find themselves in a difficult situation. They find themselves in a place of great division and separation. And over there in the Sham, this is a different Sham than the Sham of Ayichan Sham. Sham over here, he points out to Vikashta Misham. Sham means in a place, in a faraway place. To bring down the idea of when we place effort in the love of a fellow Yidin and to the oneness of Yidin, especially as it connects to Torah, and to accomplish this Achtos by making sure that every single Yid has a letter in one of the Sifri Teira Klolim, La'achid Kal Yisrael, to unify all of the Yidin. But designed the Achana Masimo Keli, to the Teira Chadashim Ititetse, Gilu Teirasa Shal Mashiach, this would be the proper preparation to the time when we will he receive the new Teira from the Yebishter, the revelation of Teirasa Shal Mashiach, Begulah Mitzvah Shlema, Aydei Mashiach Tzitkeinu, Bimeheira V'yameinu Mamos. Oh.